Good morning. I want to read to you from Luke chapter 24. Luke 24 verse 1 says, On the first day of the week, very early in the morning, the women took the spices they had prepared and went to the tomb. They found the stone rolled away from the tomb. But when they entered, they did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. While they were there, while they were wondering about this, suddenly two men in clothes that gleamed like lightning stood beside them. In their fright, the woman bowed down with their faces to the ground. And the men said to them, Why do you look for the living among the dead? He is not here. He is risen. He is not here. He is risen. Isn't that fantastic? He is risen. And you know, we had a funeral service on Friday and it really hit home to me that they did not have that hope at that time. It was final for them. And that time in between of of like, what on earth? What on earth? He's gone. But Sunday came. Sunday came. And He was not there, but He is risen. And I thank You, God, that we have that hope today. I thank You that we can celebrate today. I thank You, God, that You rose Your Son from the dead. I thank You, Jesus, that You rose for us. I thank You, God, that the power of death is broken. Thank you, God, for your incredible love for us. And we celebrate your victory today. What an honour, what a privilege it is to celebrate together today. We give you all glory and honour in this place. In Jesus' name, Amen. How about we stand together and we're going to celebrate this morning.
What a glorious day. What a glorious
today in Jesus' name. Amen. Woo, I love it. I love it. No more sorrow. He has risen. Yeah. Oh yeah, let's try that again. He has risen. Woo. You may be seated. Welcome to church this morning. Resurrection Sunday. So exciting. Pretty in your face, isn't it? (laughs) He has risen. Thank you, God. Well, if you're here for the first time today, we want to give you a special welcome. It's great to have you with us today. And uh, we have got some guest bags on the right as you you enter into the foyer after the meeting. So please help yourself to a guest bag on the right. There will be some beautiful person there to to greet you, Nairi and, and the Red will be there. To, she would love to say hi to you and, and give you a guest bag as you leave this morning. So please enjoy uh, our meeting together today, the Resurrection Sunday. We're in for a fantastic, fantastic morning together. We want to celebrate the birthdays and anniversaries. So in the past week... Who has had a birthday or an anniversary? Mola, Ashley Mola, Grant, Grant yesterday. So come and join me in the middle here. Oh gosh, there is a lot of choices there. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Celebration in the cloak household. Happy birthday. Oh, yes, I did see you eating that interesting cake. The, the, the kids got to choose the ingredients. Ham, cheese, along with 
cocoa and chicken soup. That's <laughs> wow. That's awesome. Wow. Well done, kids, wherever you are. <laughs> okay, let's stand together. Let's pray for our amazing family here. Father, thank you for your family. We declare blessing, health, favour, prosperity and protection over them this year. Activate your love and goodness through each one. In Jesus' name, Amen. <laughs> amen. Right. Well, if you were here on Friday, you would have heard about our part three. So this is part two of the weekend. Part three, we're going to the movies tonight. We're going to the movie Risen at uh, Hoyt's Tiawa. It starts at 6.20. Some of us will be meeting here at 5.30 for anyone that may need a lift from here. Uh, But otherwise, it'd be good to be at Hoyt's Tiawa by 6 o'clock. Now, if you would like to join us, apparently we only have around about, I was going to say 25, but there's now only 10 left. Is that correct? 10 tickets left. 10 tickets left. And we have them for $10 each. So if you want one of those 10 tickets, you need to dash out there after the gathering. Seven. There's seven available. Apparently it's part of the deal for us to, we're not allowed, we have to leave seven tickets available for anyone who would just want to walk up to attend uh, the movie. So if you want to arrive tonight and try and grab one of those seven, if you miss out on the ten, but it's going to be great. We're going to fill the theatre tonight and watch part three, Risen. And I have heard that it is excellent raving reviews, so that's great. Apparently, Jesus is played by a Kiwi. That's right, yes. So that's going to be good, isn't it? Well, Kizzy, you've got a great morning in store, I understand. Yeah. You excited? Fantastic. Well, God bless these incredible, amazing leaders. You are amazing. Pour out your blessing on them, Lord. May the kids have an incredible morning this morning. Bless you kids. Now, we're all going out this way apart from dynamites. The three and four-year-olds are going that way. Otherwise, all else up to intermediate age are out that way. How about you say hi to the person next to you? Okay. Righty ho. 
That's <laughs> great to have a great family vibe in the house. I want to read to you from Colossians chapter 1. In the 9am we usually, we have been going through reading a psalm every, every week in the 9am. Today we're going to read from Colossians. Colossians 1, 15 through to 22. Christ is supreme. Christ is the visible image of the invisible God. He existed before anything was created and is supreme over all creation. For through Him, God created everything in the heavenly realms and on earth. He made the things we can see and the things we can't see such as thrones, kingdoms, rulers, and authorities in the unseen world. Everything was created through Him and for Him. He existed before anything else, and He holds all creation together. Christ is also the head of the church, which is His body, that's us. He is the beginning, supreme, over all who rise from the dead. So He is first in everything. For God in all His fullness was pleased to live in Christ. And through Him, God reconciled everything to Himself. He made peace with everything in heaven and on earth by means of Christ's blood on the cross. This includes you, who were once far away from God. You were His enemies, separated by Him, by your evil thoughts and actions. Yet now He has reconciled you to Himself through the death of Christ in His physical body. Just before I read this last verse, I just want you to stand together. read that last bit again. Yet now He has reconciled you to Himself through the death of Christ in His physical body. And as a result, He has brought you into His own presence. And you are holy and blameless as you stand before Him without a single fault. Incredible, powerful word, isn't it? No, I was crying out to God, preparing for the Sunday morning, Resurrection Sunday. And as I was crying out to Him and saying, God, I want You to show up. You are God Almighty. I want You to show up. And He said to me, relax, Jan. <laughs> He's cute, isn't He? Relax, Jan. He said, I want to show up more than what I desire Him to. So i feel to encourage us all today that He is here. He is here by His Spirit and He desires to minister into every single one of us more than what I desire it, I'm crying out for. He desires it. So I want to encourage us this morning as we continue in our worship to come before Him in a, in a, uh, like a posture of receiving from Him because He wants to minister to you. He wants to minister to you as we pour out a worship to Him this morning. He wants to minister to you. So 
I encourage you to receive His love. All of this was done for us, was done for me. Wow. He wants us to receive from Him and He desires to minister into every single one of us. So how about we even just lift our hands in that posture of receiving from Him this morning. God, I thank You for Your Word. I thank You that You desire to minister into each one of us, God. I thank You for Your incredible love. I thank You for a revelation of Your love this morning of hope. I thank you, God, for that power of the resurrection. I thank you that that same power is here right now. We honour you. We magnify you. We glorify you this morning. Let's worship him together.
today is about lifting up praise to our God. This morning, that's what it's all about. The highest praise. The highest praise. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord God. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Is He not amazing? Is He not glorious? risen. He is risen. Not only is He risen, not only is He alive again, but He has ascended to the right hand of the Father and He is glorious. And like John in the book of Revelation, if we were to behold Him now, we would be on our feet. I mean, off our feet. Face on the ground. Because of His great glory. can rely on you. We can hold on to you because you are greater. Nobody else comes close at all. Thank you, God. Thank you, God, for what you have done and who you are. We want to worship and praise your holy name this morning. Come on, speak out your praise. Speak out your, your worship and your love for God. Oh, we love you, Lord. Speak it out. Come on. Don't be silent. This morning, this morning of all days, we worship you, Lord. We worship you, Lord. We praise you, Lord. Worthy are you, Lord. Worthy are you of all that we have to offer. Worthy are you. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, God. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Reigns. 
resurrection of Jesus Christ at Easter is the biggest comeback story of history. The biggest comeback story of history. The hope he brings can help you come back too. Yeah? The hope he brings can help you come back too. From despair, from fear, from failure, whatever it is. He has risen. The coffin, the grave is bare. The grave is empty. Yeah, give him a big praise. Come on. Give him a massive praise this morning. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Jesus, no longer in the grave. The coffin is empty. Let me read to you. Then you can sit down from Ephesians chapter 1, verse 19. Oh, the utter extravagance of His work in us who trust Him. Endless energy, a boundless strength. All this energy issues from Christ. God raised Him from death and set Him on a throne deep in heaven in charge of running the universe, everything from galaxies to governments. No name and no power exempt from His rule. And not just for the time being, but forever. He is in charge of it all. He is the final word on everything. At the centre of all this, Christ rules His church. Amen. 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 And the same power that conquered the grave lives in me. I won't say that. Same power that conquers the grave. Slap your chest. Lives in me. Lives in me. The same power that conquers the grave lives in me. Let's sing that, eh? Can we sing that? The same power that conquers the grave lives in me. The same power that conquered the grave lives in me. Lives in me. Thank you, Lord.
Father, thank You for Easter Sunday. Thank You for Resurrection Sunday. Father, Friday was filled with hope and despair and I can only imagine what it felt like to those at the time, particularly Jesus' followers. Kind of hero to zero, almost. Yet Sunday was coming. And Sunday has arrived. And we praise You for Sunday. Thank You for the resurrection. Thank You for our hope. Thank You for eternity. Thank You that You've saved us, that You've set us free. Thank You, Jesus. Thank you for going to the cross. Thank you for raising, rising from the dead. Our hope is in you. Our hope is in you. Why don't you high five someone somewhere? You can sit down. Well, high five their hand. I feel like giving out chocolate on Easter. Who needs an Easter egg? Because, you know, we give them to the kids. But we don't get them, eh? Let's start with the oldies on this side. Now, you've got to catch these because these aren't. this isn't meant to be David and Goliath, okay? Whacking you in the forehead. But it's... Uh, I'm trying to get Hendrick, okay? Hey, that wasn't bad. Did you get any, Hendrick? Yeah, ready? Right up the back here. There you go. Ray, do you want to grab the other bag? Throw some chocolate. Right up the back. Watch your heads. These could hurt. Warning you, they could hurt. That's dangerous. If you're down the back here, watch your head. Well done. Anyone else want one over here? You need some chocolate at Easter. Surely. Surely. You've already got some. Old people. We're going to pray for you guys before the service finishes too, the gathering. Off off to shifting to fielding. Anyone else want chocolate? I've got more. I've got more. Okay, watch your heads. Here we go. If I hurt anyone, my wife will growl me later. So It's not fear, eh? Throwing five at once. Which one do you catch? Just pretend you're a Kiwi cricketer. Aren't they doing well? Any more chocolate? I've got more. Here, yeah, Emma. And more. Just about gone. Yeah, all gone. I should have gone down the back. Oh, sorry. Ah, sit at the front. That's right. You sit at the front, you get the chocolate. That's how it works. <laughs> well, well, well. Resurrection Sunday equals hope, doesn't it? The coffin is empty. Nobody home. Nobody home. I can hear Wayne saying, don't touch it, don't touch it. Because if it starts to slide, Wayne's got to dive and save it. Because otherwise I'll own a coffin. I'll have to change the plaque to to Sheridan, friend of Jesus Christ, and keep it in the garage for a long, long time. It's quite a freaky thought, really, isn't it, when you think about it, that we all end up there. Just saying. I know it's meant to be a happy Sunday, but quite a freaky thought. Eh? Temporarily, your body ends up there. If you know Jesus, nothing to worry about. 
Mark 16, 5-7. When they entered the tomb, they saw a young man clothed in a white robe sitting on the right side. The women were shocked, but the angel said, Don't be alarmed. You're looking for Jesus of Nazareth, Nazareth, who was crucified. He isn't here. He is risen from the dead. Look, this is where they laid his body. Now go and tell his disciples, including Peter, that Jesus has gone ahead of you to Galilee. You will see him there, just as he told you before he died. I love that scripture. A couple of reasons I love that scripture is because the first thing Jesus did was want to go and see his disciples. That's very cool. And he makes special mention of Peter, the one who really stuffed it up. So we're probably all qualified. Jesus really wants to come and see us. He really likes to visit with us. He really, this Resurrection Sunday, Jesus really wants to hang out with you. He really wants to hang out with me by His Holy Spirit. What a great position to find ourselves in. And it's only because of the cross. Let's take a moment and pray, eh? Father, I thank you for Resurrection Sunday. I thank you for everything that today stands for. Jesus, I thank you that you went through with the cross. We we can't even start to imagine what that must have been like for you. As you called out, Father, why have you abandoned me? I can't even begin to wrap my comprehension around what that would have been like. But thank you for going through with it. And that you rose on the third day as you'd promised. And now that we can have relationship with God through you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I ask. Holy Spirit, that there would be a revelation in this place for every single person this morning of the goodness of God, of the hope of God, of what it is to be in relationship with you. And that every person this morning, by the time we finish and leave this place, would be so overflowing with hope of eternity with you that it would be uncontainable. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Well, we are going to receive communion together this morning. So if the host would like to start to hand that out, would be really good, thank you. Matthew 28, which is very much the same as Mark 16, reads like this. It says, early on Sunday morning as the new day was dawning, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went out to visit the tomb. Suddenly, there was a great earthquake, for an angel of the Lord came down from heaven, rolled aside the stone, and sat on it. His face shone like lightning, and his clothing was as white as snow. The guards shook with fear when they saw him, and they fell into a dead faint. Then the angel spoke to the woman. Don't be afraid, he said. I know you are looking for Jesus who was crucified. He isn't here. He is risen from the dead, just as he said would happen. Come see where his body was lying. And now, 
go quickly and tell his disciples that he has risen from the dead and he is going ahead of you to Galilee. You will see him there. Remember what I have told you. The woman ran quickly from the tomb. They were very frightened, but also filled with great joy. I love that kind of happy, scared thing that you have after a God encounter. You know, it can be terrifying in a sense. At the same time, it fills you with hope and joy and, and, and it just stirs you up. They were very frightened, but they were also filled with great joy. And they rushed to give the disciples the angel's message. As they went, Jesus met them and greeted them. And they ran to him, grasped his feet, and worshipped him. Then Jesus said, Don't be afraid. Go tell my brothers to leave Galilee, and they will see me there. Leave for Galilee, and they will see me there. He is risen. He is risen. And I encourage you to hold your emblems. We're going to take them together this morning. He is risen. Luke 22. He took some of the bread and he gave thanks to God for it. Then he broke it in pieces and he gave it to the disciples. He said, This is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. After supper, he took another cup of wine and he said, This cup is the new covenant between God and his people. An agreement confirmed with my blood, which is poured out as a sacrifice for you. Of course, he was speaking of the Friday. We celebrate the fulfillment of Friday today on the Sunday. Jesus, thank you for your body that was broken for us. And we remember that as we take the bread this morning, symbolizing your body. Thank you for allowing your blood to be spilt as a sacrifice for us. And this morning we remember that and we celebrate on this Resurrection Sunday. Thank you. How about take the bread and the juice in your own time and 
sing the same power again. Same power that conquered the grave lives in me. Lives in me. Your love that rescued the world lives in me. Lives in Weekend, the weekend that Jesus was crucified was a very, very special weekend. It was the Passover weekend. So it was special then and it's special now for different reasons. The Passover was celebrating when God rescued the Israelites from Egypt. For us, this weekend is all about Jesus' death and Jesus' resurrection. Everyone would have been in Jerusalem at the Passover. Everyone, it was a family event. Everyone would have been there, or the families would have been uh, celebrating. It was a real whānau um, celebration, a family occasion. Everybody would have been out. They would have made the trek. They would be staying there. They're there for the, the weekend, as I said. And then all this time later, we celebrate Easter. And to me, Easter is a real family occasion. Easter is not something just to celebrate on my own or not even with my immediate family. Easter is a celebration. It's about the family of God. That's what Easter did. That's what happened at Easter. Jesus started a new family, so to speak. All peoples under the sun who would receive Him, who would call on His name, became part of the family of God. I want you to take just a moment this morning to look around the room. Because there is people here from all over the place, all over different walks of life, all kinds. How else would that happen without Jesus? How else would I rub shoulders with you in life if it wasn't for Jesus? It just wouldn't happen, would it? It would be absolutely impossible. I wonder how many countries that we've got, have we got represented here in this room today? from cultures. Is there anyone here from Australia? It's all right, we're not going to be nasty today. You can hold your hand up. We've got no Australians. None. Wow, that's incredible. 
You guys must have been mean to them in the past. What about South Africans? Anyone from South Africa? Oh, crikey, half the, half the crowd putting their hand up. That's scary. Welcome. What about Europe? Any Europeans here this morning? Anyone from Europe? Anywhere in Europe? Yeah, you are. You count. You're, you're half from Europe. Europe, yeah. Europe, quite a few. Quite a few. English and different people. Yeah. What about Asia? Right, that's pretty broad, eh? I could go through the countries. Pretty broad. Asia, yeah, fantastic. Since people here from all over, how else would we, would we rub shoulders if it wasn't for Jesus? Stanley's on the edge of his seat. He's waiting for me to say India. Anyone from India? Now you better put your hand up and wave now. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. I could see you looking disappointed. I have the um, immense pleasure of going to India again this week. And um, it's, it's quite a challenge. We were working over there at the moment, and I would really value your prayer. Pastor Sarinda, who leads um, the church there in Punjab, has been at it for over 20 years. He's not trained, he's never had a break, and he's worn out. And so we're scrambling, really, because we're fairly new to, to picking up the responsibility of the, the work there. We're scrambling to try and get some support around him and, and try to help him out for the long term. It's nice we can go as teams and encourage him, but that doesn't sustain him long term. And um, I'm fortunate in that God has connected me well. And Wayne Swift, our national um, our, our overseeing minister with Acts Churches, he, um, he is well connected with a, a ministry over there who planted over 6,000 churches in the north of India. And so I've managed to tee it up with uh, Wayne um, to go over there and to introduce Surinder to some local people, which is really, really good. And uh, it's been quite difficult to arrange. They're very, very um, suspicious because most people who come in from the outside are wanting money or power or they're wanting to take something. So I've had to work really hard, and I guess my reputation's on the line with them, that Surinder is not that that really we need surrender to get connected, to get some local support, local contacts. So um, we are going to, um, they, they said surrender could come to the conference in Chandigarh with me. They wouldn't let his team come, but surrender is allowed to come. So that's a great start. And uh, um, so that's happening. As happens in India, you go to a conference, you end up being one of the speakers. So <laughs> I've got my work cut out for me. just found out yesterday, or the day before yesterday, that... I've got to do three hour and a half sessions on Acts 2, Acts 5, and Acts 7. So no pressure. I leave on Wednesday. Um, uh, so, so anyway, I would appreciate your prayers. And it is really important. This is, it's probably taken more time, energy, effort, expense, everything than what I thought it would have taken at this point in time on our journey with the Punjab church. But really, we, we are, um, we are helping them change their culture up to this point of time They've really been planted and they've been given instruction and they've done that and they've done it very well. But we're really sensing God it's a change of season for them where we come under them rather than leading them, so to speak, and try to serve them. One of the other things we need to do is help get them financially self-sufficient. So it's a big, it's a big job. Um, but know that I'm not over there having a holiday. I can think of better, sorry, Stanley, block your ears for a moment. I can think of better places to go for a holiday than India. 
Sorry, Stanley. Like somewhere with a beach would be a good start. Yeah, but not where we go. Anyway, I just wanted to let you know about that. So the reason we're together today is about the resurrection. The coffin's empty. The coffin is empty. And to me, this speaks volumes about community. Common unity. Our community of faith. That's what it's speaking about. And our primary common unity is that we profess and we believe in Jesus Christ. Son of God, divine, human, God-man. He was crucified on a cross for our sins, which enabled us to have connection with the Father through Jesus. And He rose again on the third day. He was dead for three days. He rose on the third day, victorious. Now, all around the world, there will be churches celebrating Easter. And there are variations in the details of what people practice and believe. But that is the absolute fundamental, for evangelical churches, the absolutely fundamental baseline. We're a Pentecostal church. Came out of evangelical churches. But that is the bottom line. Jesus. That's what causes, well, he's what causes common unity. The person on your left, the person on your right, the person in front of you, the person behind you is your brother and sister in Christ. That is a greater reality in that than perhaps your natural brothers and sisters even. We just don't get it fully. Just like we don't get fully that we are already seated in heavenly places because of what Jesus did. And we're working out this life. But we're already seated in heavenly places. How does that work? It's mysterious. It's big. It's just like the fact that when Jesus went to the cross, the result is this common unity, this family of his known as Christians or Christ's disciples. The resurrection is about hope. It's about eternity. It's about life. It's because of the resurrection that I get to journey my life for you. It's because of the resurrection that you get to journey your life with your faith family. One of the benefits of family, of church family, is that we get to journey in this multi-generational environment that has disappeared out of our culture, except for the church. We're a multi-generational That's cool, eh? The old hanging out with the young, the young hanging out with the old. That's really, really, I think it's really, really cool. There is so much I can learn from those who are older than me. My mum and dad are here today. Do the math, they're older than me. There's so much I can learn just by journeying, just by listening, just by hearing. I honour them this morning. And you know, oldies, there's a thing or two you can learn from the young as well. Just one or two things. Our faith is sure because of the resurrection. And the journey with Jesus is a lifetime journey. And without faith in Jesus, you and I are sunk. And that's it. The end of the story. But with Jesus, man, hope, hope. Without Jesus, sunk. John 3.16 says this, For God so loved the world, My vision doesn't say that. Mine says, for God loved the world so much that he gave his only son. 
so that everyone who believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. God sent his son into the world, not to judge the world, but to save the world through him. There is no judgment against anyone who believes in him. But anyone who does not believe in him has already been judged for not believing in God's one and only son. And the judgment is based on this fact. God's light came into the world. But people love the darkness more than the light, for their actions were evil. All who do evil hate the light and refuse to go near it for fear their sins will be exposed. But those who do what is right come to the light so others can see that they are doing what God wants. Jesus also said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man goes to the Father except by me. He also said, if you confess me before God and man, I will confess you before my Father. If you're under 40 years of age, can you stand to your feet just for a moment? That includes 40. <laughs> take, take a look around the room. And I want you to pay, take particular notice of those who are, let's say, 60 or over. Take particular notice of them. Do like a, you know, do a little 360. This is when you're allowed to steer. Okay, it's not rude for a moment. You take notice of those in the room of 60 or over today. When I look at the older people here, your presence is saying to me that Jesus isn't just a God of the youth. He's not just a God when you're young. He's a God right throughout life. And if you're here under 40, I really want you to look at the older people and let their presence encourage you. That God is here for every season of life. Every season. Why? Because the coffin's empty. For every season. Okay, if you're under 40, sit down now. If you're over 40, stand up. Yeah, sorry guys, public shaming. Hey, it's unavoidable. I'm standing with you. If you just sat down, by the way, because you're under 40, 40 is not young. Don't fool yourself. 30 is not young. Don't fool yourself. We'll give you 25 as being young and under. You're young. The rest of you are middle-aged. Again, right, older ones now, look around the room. Do the 360. Just hold the chair in case you go dizzy. <laughs> Notice the younger ones. And I pray that you are encouraged by their presence. Their vigour, their passion for God. And see, this journey is a multi-generational journey. And the older can encourage the younger and the younger can encourage the older. And that is God's design. That is cool. You can sit down if you're... If you're um, we're standing. Can, can I ask you to give me a wave? How many of you here either 
receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Saviour. Um, I was going to say when you're younger than you are now, but that's probably most, isn't it? That's, you know. <laughs> Just let me re-prepare. <laughs> a long time ago. How many of you, a long time before now? Most of us, most of us. Remember what it was like when you first received Jesus? Remember the passion? Remember the enthusiasm, the vigour, the, the change of worldview? Don't lose that. It's a marathon, it's not a sprint race. Don't lose that. This is all about a marathon. This is all about every age and stage of life. This is not about a flash in the pan. You know, I'm walking with Jesus today, I'll do my own thing tomorrow. No, no, this is about a journey with Christ. Cradle to the grave, if at all possible. That's what it's about. I would like, I'd really like us to do this. Now, this is going to upset a lot of you. Okay? Look, it is going to upset a lot of you. If you're under 40 or 40, do you want to stand up again? Great. Great. What, what I really want you to do, I, this is going to upset you because it's going to make you uncomfortable, that's all. I really want you that are on your feet to go and stand by someone that's sitting down and we're going to pray together for a couple of minutes. Okay? And so I, I reckon groups of six or eight would be about right. So look around you and just try to work that out for yourselves what that needs to look like but go and stand near someone who's sitting down and then I'll, I'll tell you what we'll pray about in a moment but, but out of your seats and because multi-generational is about talking to one another as well not just acknowledging our age so I think you need, you need groups of six or eight at least Right now, if you're not in a group, how about joining a group? If you're sitting down and there's no younger ones around you, how about you move a little and try and get where there's some, some groups? It doesn't matter if they're bigger than six or eight. I know it's uncomfortable, but you just got to do it, okay? That's just the way it is. Get used to the crowd. There's going to be lots of people in heaven. Right, are you all in a group? Say yes if you are. Great. Now in that group, how about the younger pray for the older? Pray that the older will continue to model a passionate faith, an example for you. And then the older, can you pray for the younger that they will be filled with passion and zeal and not be sleepy Christians, but they would be world changers because they're just getting going. Good? Away you go. You can do that. How about some music while that's happening? Would be awesome. Thank you.
Father, for the young ones. I ask that you pour out your spirit on them in Jesus' name. Father, that they would know passion, that they would know life in their relationship with you, Father, that they would make the calls they need to make to do the things that you're calling them to do. Father, I thank you for your family, young, old, children. Thank you for your family, God. Thank you for your family. Lord, let us model what you desire the church to be like. What you've called to be the church. In Jesus' name. Father, I thank you for your family. I thank you for your church. I thank you for your body. Jesus, I thank you that this is all your idea. And we declare your blessing on every person in this place in Jesus' name. Father, I release hope this morning in the name of Jesus. I release peace this morning in the name of Jesus. I release life this morning in the name of Jesus we pray let your kingdom come let your will be done on earth as is in heaven again we say thank you for the cross thank you Jesus that you have made us family we thank you and we honour you it's a great privilege to walk as co-heirs with Christ as children of God. Children of God. Thank you, Lord. Did you know that through Jesus you have the right to call Father God Daddy? Because of what Jesus did. It might not line up with your experience of an earthly dad, but he is the perfect Father. So Easter's all about God, it's all about people. That's what it's about. And Jesus offers hope at every stage of life. As I finish this morning, I, I really want to make sure that every person this Easter is in a good place with God. I want to ensure that every person this Easter knows where you stand with God and that you're solid in relationship with them. So I'm going to ask you a question, and it's a brutal question, but I'm going to ask it anyway. And I want you to answer the question in your heart. You don't have to answer out loud, but this morning, if you can answer the question, it'll say a lot about where you're at with God. 
The question is this. If whatever reason, I'll say that slower so you can understand it. It kind of all came out as one word. If for whatever reason, you didn't make it home today. Could be a myriad of reasons. But if for whatever reason, you didn't make it home today, would you spend eternity with Jesus in heaven? Or would your eternity be hell? It's a tough, tough question, but just answer it internally. I think the question is especially especially relevant this week with the events in Brussels. You just never know. But it's actually not a question where I'm not trying to scare you. It's actually a relationship question. And depending on your relationship with Jesus, you would have answered the question very, very quickly. You see, the thing is, it doesn't matter if you come to church. It doesn't matter if you're a good person. It doesn't matter if you've got Christian friends. It doesn't matter if you've been part of church for years. You may even help serve in church for years and years. They're all good things, but they none of those are the thing that safeguards and secures your eternity with Jesus Christ. The only thing that secures our future with Jesus Christ is this. The fact that He died, that He rose again, victorious over sin and death, so that through Him we can have relationship with the Father. That is the only thing that safeguards our eternity or guarantees our eternity with Him. And you hear people from time to time, they say, but I've been a good person. I was baptised as a baby. All these things. But at the end of the day, the only thing that matters is this. So I really want to make sure that every person's right with God this morning. I want to ensure that every person in this room is in a good place with Jesus Christ. In just a moment, I'm going to give you an opportunity to lift your hand, just to acknowledge that you want to move forward with Jesus, that you want to step into relationship with Him, that you want to acknowledge His dying, His resurrection, the forgiveness of sin that only He can do, and that you want to invite Him into your life to walk with you. And you'll be able to acknowledge that just by waving your hand. And I'll ask you to wave your hand so that I can see. It's a free choice. No one's going to put your arm up your back. No one's going to say you've got to do anything. But I just want to make one thing very clear to you. If you choose Jesus in this life, you've chosen Him for all eternity. That's the promise. That's the faith. That's the hope. That's the incredible promise that Christians live with. I've chosen Jesus. I'm walking with Him. On good days and bad days, I'm walking with Him. And my future is secure. But the other side of that coin is, you can choose to have nothing to do with Him. You can say, look, I I just don't want to. 
Well, that's your choice. You can make that choice, but I want you to understand that if you choose that, you're also choosing what your eternity looks like. This is about eternity with God. This is about eternity with Jesus. This is about walking in relationship with Jesus. This is about living your best life in relationship with Jesus Christ. That's why this happened. For you and for me. So in just a moment, I'm going to ask you to lift your hand. If you don't know where you're at with God at the moment, you're uncertain. And you're saying, today I really want to put a marker in the ground. Today I choose Jesus. And I'm going to ask you to lift your hand just so I can acknowledge you. And then you can put it down. But my prayer is not a person in this room would leave not being absolutely sure of where you stand with Jesus this morning. That's what it's all about. Can I ask everyone to bow your heads just for a moment, please? Because the person on your left or the person on your right could be having the most important moment in their life right now. your heart's racing at 100 miles right now and 100 miles an hour and your hands are sweating it could well be the Holy Spirit saying come on you've got a decision to make I encourage you to respond to him this morning if you're saying Sheridan well before I go there can I just say I've got no personal gain in this this is about you and God nothing to do with me This is you and God right now. If you're saying, Jesus, today I choose you for the first time or I've walked away from you you for whatever reason and today I'm coming back. If that's you for the first time or stepping up again and you're saying, Jesus, I choose you. I thank you for Easter. I acknowledge Easter. I believe in you and I choose you. If that's you, can you hold your hand up please so I can acknowledge you this morning. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I've seen five people lift their hands so far. wait too much longer but I want to give you another opportunity please don't leave this place with any question in your heart I've seen five people lift their hands that means heaven celebrating how about we give these five people a massive big hand lifted your hand, oh, I'm going to stay down here at the end. I'd love to meet you. Please come and say hello to me. It'd be great. Can I ask you to stand just for a moment? And we're going to all pray together this morning. And I encourage you to pray after me. We're going to pray a prayer of commitment to Jesus. And I'll 
try not to leave you behind. Go after me, it's easiest. Father God, I come to you and I thank you for Jesus. I thank you for Easter. I believe that Jesus Christ is your only son. And that you sent him to die for me. Today I turn from my sin. I receive Jesus Christ as my Lord and Saviour. Thank you for making me right with you. Today I become a disciple of Jesus. I give you my life and my world. I embrace my new kingdom life. Through Jesus, I'm headed for heaven. I am a child of God. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Well, He is risen. Yeah? He is risen. Our common unity, our community of faith is through Christ. That's Easter. Our hope is in Christ. That's Easter. Our faith is in Christ. That is Easter. Our healing is in Christ. That is Easter. Our provision is in Christ. That is Easter. Our purpose is in Christ. That is Easter. Our courage is in Christ. That is Easter. Our belonging is in Christ. That is Easter. Our future is in Christ. That is Easter. Our eternity is in Christ. That is Easter. Everything we have is through Christ. And that, friends, is Easter. Amen. How about giving Jesus a big hand? Celebrate to finish, but also I want to invite you know, we've been uh, singing and talking about the same power that rose Jesus from the dead lives in us, and so we have a fantastic prayer team. And if you are a part of any of the prayer teams, I invite you to come up. Maybe if while we're singing, if you could come up and, and be on the front rows and be ready, because sometimes we just need someone to stand with us and pray. And the same power is here. So we need to expect that as we pray, that that power will meet us in our needs. So if you would like someone to stand with you in prayer, we're going to do that um, after we sing. Also, we have Stuart and Jenny Marshall, part of our wonderful family, are leaving us. Yeah. Come on, let's do that again. Oh. Stuart and Jenny Marshall are moving to Fielding. So, yeah, a big, a big move for them. And they're with us today, so we want to take the opportunity. Uh, so if you could also come down the front, we want to gather around you and pray for you before you leave this morning. Also, um, Jason actually was, was prompted to pray for Sheridan uh, before he departs off to India this week. So... We'll have a team gather around Sheridan as well uh, as we finish. And also, parents, 
If you have children, the take-home question for you is, what is church? Quite relevant, I would say. What is church? Yes. So, if your kids don't ask you that question, maybe ask them, what is church? And they go, ah, we we talked about that. (laughs) And have a little discussion with them about what church is. If you are here for the first time, please pick up your guest bag as you leave and as you meet beautiful Nairi out to the right in the foyer. And also, please be purposed in our giving. Our giving stations are on the left as you leave the building. God, I thank you for your givers. I thank you that through this giving, we can touch our community. We can transform our community. We can transform our city and our nation and the nations. And I ask that you would pour out your blessing upon the givers in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, we're going to celebrate. And I think we're going to have hot cross buns. Or have they already been out? Both. There's leftovers? I hope so. (laughs) We're going to have hot cross buns. Let's celebrate. Eternal, you have won.